Oh damn, thank you for tuning in to another episode of In the Studio with Rubio, where comical commentary meets politics, technology, world news, entertainment, pop culture, and just a plain weird. Get strapped up with your seatbelts and let loose your ears for your daily dose of news entertainment. Whether you're just a plain Joe or someone that screams I need attention, it doesn't matter because you're here for the useless commentary. Useless commentary. Now, without further ado, let me introduce you to one of the most silliest yet funniest people to ever exist in the history of all histories. It's me! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Rubio. Yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Tuesday, April 5th to another edition of In the Studio with Rubio. Today, we're going to talk about some Formula One stuff, some McLaren stuff. We're going to talk about Texas versus Hollywood. Where would you raise your kids? We're going to talk about these puppy eyes, these dog puppy eyes that we all, as human beings, just we, we just get soft. We're also going to have some uh, big news coming out of Las Vegas. A Kardashian got married. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. A Kardashian got married. What? We're going to talk about uh, Apple's iPhone service. We're going to watch a video. And uh, we're also going to watch a video on um, these new Dyson headphones. New Dyson headphones. Yes. All this in this episode of In the Studio with Rubio. Let's go hang and get the intro started. <laughs> Of course, before I start, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. If you like this video, go ahead and share this video. And if you must, go ahead and leave a comment down below. Ladies, hello. Welcome. Chris Rubio here. I hope you're having a good time. Uh, me, for instance, I've had a good week. I am. Um, I was in Vegas um, last week with my good dude, Amir Khalil. Uh, shout out to him. And uh, today, uh, I will be performing tonight. I'll give you more more of the deets later on the show. But I will be performing at Harvell's with Amir Khalil, with the Wings of Love. But you guys know the show. You guys know this. You know what I mean? Um, right now, uh, you guys know I'm a stand-up comic. So uh, let's go ahead and take a look. Uh, what what kind of things that I was uh, you know that I've been thinking about for these uh, past weeks at these open mics? Let's go ahead. <clears throat> you know, I came. I was thinking about like, what if God created human beings with ten fingers by default because he noticed human beings were just stupid idiots. Just, just, uh, just, just he. He noticed human beings were just stupid. That's why they, he invented us with 10 fingers. Not to be ambidextrous or not to be, you know, not to be symmetrical. It's because he knew if he created, <laughs> he knew if he created human beings with nine fingers, we wouldn't be able to multiply by 10 or by nine, because this is the way I multiply. My nine. What's nine times seven? And I go like this: uh, sixty-three. That's exactly. How it... What if that was the only reason that God created ten fingers? Is because is because he, he wanted us to have a successful, uh, like you know, 
multiplication, uh, 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 multiply chart. What's, what's, what's that called? I'm such an idiot. What's that, what's that called? Multiplication chart. Multiplication chart. That's what I meant to say. He could have. I mean, we got 10 toes. <laughs> it's so it's so wild. I just came back from Vegas. Um, I came back from Vegas with my uh, boy Amir. Shout out to Amir Khalil. The a miracle. And um, I was performing at the 18 bin. I, I met a couple people, really cool people. There was one girl. It was her birthday. Her name was Fatima. And she was just really down to earth. She wanted to get drunk. She was wild. She was great. And one of her friends, I guess her name is Raven. Um, she admitted to stealing Chipotle bottles. Like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, was it uh, Tabasco, bo uh, Tabasco, Tabasco bottles at the Chipotle? Could you imagine stealing? She thought it was okay to steal, like uh, you know, these t Tabasco. Specifically the green one Specifically green Tabasco bottles From Chipotle Because in her thinking They had way too much And she felt like Chipotle was telling her To steal it I'm like what? What on earth? What? It was just wild man I mean uh, I, gotta, I gotta tell the truth man Every time I eat a Chipotle, which is not much. I used to do it back in the day. But I remember every time I'm there, I'm like, they have a lot of Tabasco sauce. Then they have all flavors. You have the, re uh, the regular Tabasco sauce. They've got, the, they've got the smoky one. They've got the green. The green is like my all-time favorite, you know. So I could, look, I'm not condoning stealing, but I understand. You know what I mean? She was like, hey, I still said. I was with my friend uh, Mark Fry about a couple weeks ago. Uh, actually, not a couple weeks. Probably like a month and a half, two months ago. Back in San Luis Obispo. And look, sometimes I don't care about what I wear. Okay, I wear these Japanese Komodo pants. And they're great. I wear them. And, but they have a lot of funky designs on them. And sometimes my jacket won't match the print for my Japanese pants. And I got like the best line for Mark. He was like, hey, hey, bro, uh, you, lo you look like you're, you're a walking flea market. <laughs> hey, Ruby, you, you look like you're a walking flea market. That's what he told me. You look like you're a walking flea market. I don't even know how to take that. I love flea markets. That's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> you walk like a walking. You 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 look like you're a walking flea market, which is which is nice. I mean, uh, what I meant to say was, uh, thank you, thank you for that. <sighs> I'm getting old, guys. I'm getting old. I don't know if you guys are getting old. I know I'm getting old. Okay, I just recently turned... Uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly how old I'm turning, but I could tell you this, okay? Uh, I'm in my low 40s now, okay? I feel great, but 
I'm getting old because the way I, I play a lot of basketball and just recently I bought these compression knee sleeves to play basketball. So if you ever see me on the court, I wear uh, low top basketball shoes with like high, like knee high socks sometimes with these compression knee pads with short, very, very short, short basketball shorts with a cutoff with a bandana or a headband. And I got my safety glasses. I got safety glasses. So what? I don't care what you think of me. I got safety glasses. Okay. And I'm okay with that. I don't care what you got to say. Go. Go ahead. Talk shit. Talk shit all you want. But I feel great playing basketball. I feel great working out. Okay. But I do look like an old man out there. Yes. Chris Rubio looks like an old man. No matter if he does kind of look like kind of young right now with the glasses. What? What's up, Don? What's up? But yeah, I love playing basketball. So if you guys decide to play some basketball with your boy, I usually play at the Rio de Los Angeles Park. I think that's what it's called. Every Saturday, 11 a.m. Or if you could catch me at North Hollywood, um, 24-hour fitness, I usually play basketball there every Tuesday and Thursday after 11 p.m. So yeah, guys. Well... I hope you guys enjoyed uh, enjoy the show. Peace out, guys. Hey, what's up, Big Booty? What's up, my my good friend, Zach Elk, said uh, Chris Abdul-Jabbar. By the way, Zach Elk, I don't know if you're still watching this, uh, Big Booty on Instagram. Has anybody watched, um, shoot, what's that, uh, Winning Time on HBO Max? It's it's the kind of like the the sensationalized biopic documentary of the Lakers dynasty. Man, it's so good. It's so fucking good. I know, hey look man, if if you want to believe everything that ha- oh well, I got a caller today. Thank you for tuning in to in the studio with Rubio. Who is this? This is Zach wanting to talk about winning time. Zach, yes. So are you caught up with the series? Yeah, I just watched the last episode right now. Okay. So from uh from from where you're at, from where we're at right now, if you had to range it between one and ten, how would you rate the series? Eleven. Oh my god, it's so good, right? It's so fucking good. My man 11. Dion Dion sorry. Lack. My man Dion Lack just just joined on Instagram. Dion Lack, I I hope you're watching. Uh, winning time, but I just love you, you, you. know what sealed the deal for me, Zach? What? When Adrian Brody, I didn't even know he was playing Pat Riley, bro. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that was one of the things when they were mentioning cast members. Everyone was like, oh, I didn't really? know because Adrian Brody? I, yeah, I wanted everything to be a surprise, you know. And I they wanted... also showed him with a mustache, and they're like, Pat Riley had a mustache, but yeah, yeah that's how long ago. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so good, it was so good. Yeah, so sorry for anyone who's watching. Uh, it's probably going to be spoiler alerts, but I just want to say that the last episode with them going in-depth with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar um, and everything that happened with him becoming a Muslim reminded me a lot of when I grew up Muslim because of my dad. My dad's from Libya, and so it was just like kind of crazy because all the things that he was showing, even though it was a black mosque, yeah. was like what my childhood was like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, dude. 
Well, um, who's your favorite character in there anyway? You know, it's tough. And also because I didn't expect them to all be assholes or all have egos. Yeah. But it, that was the one thing that's been shocking to me. But I really like John C. Riley as Dr. Bus. Oh, my God. And I really think Quincy Isaiah oh, as Magic on, Johnson we got, is uh, perfect. We got Dion Lack on the on the Instagram. Hello, Dion. What up? Uh, could you hear Dion, Zach? Yes, I can. Zach, uh, uh, Dion, could you hear Zach? My earphones in, cause I can barely hear you. Uh, could you could you hear hello, Zach? Hello, 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 hello. Okay, I think. Uh, Dion. Do you know Dion Lack? No, I don't. Dion Lack, what's going on, bro? God damn it. Yeah, love the show. Love the show. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad we're talking about this. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, Dion, could you hear Zach? Zach, could you speak? Yes, I'm talking. I love Winning Time on HBO yeah. with John C. Riley yeah. and Quincy Isaac. Okay. You cool. could hear him. Okay. So perfect. Okay. So I want to ask Dion the same question. Between one and ten, how would you rate the series, Dion? I would say a low twenty-six. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. You know, I have my basketball friends that still haven't watched it yet who are my age. Now, I'm 41 years old, and I'm like, this totally hits hits it with me on every level. You know, I had to actually rewatch old school Magic Johnson clips just to notice how good he was when he was a rookie. Right. Let me ask you this also. Uh, go ahead, Dion. Yeah, I was about to ask, like, how much of this is No one got... no. No one got the grace from the the players. That's what makes me upset. Cause I know they dramatize it because yeah. it they make it a series, but nobody who actually plays is like, man, that didn't happen. That's lies. I didn't do that. I wouldn't have never done that. But I was like, I was like, just enjoy the show. That's what I'm saying. Uh, do you agree with that, Zach? Well, that's what my follow-up question was going to be. It was like, how much as a fan did you know of that stuff going down? Because I've had a historian go on to my podcast. I do a Lakers podcast and like the person is going like, yes, of course, some of this is exaggerated, but it's based on true events, which means a lot of the things that we are seeing are actually true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like the last episode when, uh, the coach got into a bicycle accident, you know, that's, uh, that really happened. Right. Yeah, no. yeah. Anytime something, anytime something happens, I definitely look it up. Like, let me see. What's like, let me see. <laughs> I'm like, wait. I'm like, Pat Riley was the Pat Riley was a uh, was the the announcer. Let me look this up. I, I yeah, I like, yeah. I didn't even know that. I did that, that right. was news to me. Like, uh, you know, as soon as I was like, did that really happen? Yeah, I was exactly like you, Dion. I had to, I had to search it. I'm, yep, that's true. And and yeah. the guy who uh, who Wood Harrison played, the, the 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 Kobe before the Kobe who came right out of the high school. Yeah, I'm like, who is this player? <laughs> I looked him up. I was like, Spencer Haywood. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, who was uh, who was that guy, Zach? Spencer Haywood. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of went on a deep dive into YouTube history with that yeah. motherfucker too, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's 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 just like it's it's just so strange, especially when you're a basketball player like I am, like Zach, uh, Dion. Were you a basketball player? No, I was a waste of height. But let's, <laughs> let's, get, let's get past that. Let's get past that. But it it definitely resonated with me, man. So I'm just anxious to. Okay, so it's it's the it's mid season. Uh, are we gonna have a couple weeks break because of 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 the midseason? I don't know. 
I hope not because the Lakers are losing. So it's just like this has been the distraction for the whole season that is reality. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you, had to, you had to take it there. <laughs> I mean, like, no, it's just like with the Lakers getting blown out by like the freaking Pelicans. They'll be like, oh, you oh know what? I haven't, God, ca- I haven't I watched the new. I haven't watched the new winning time. I need to catch up. Yeah, but yeah, man. I mean, the I, antonym of winning time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally love the series, and you know, just everything HBO does is great. And plus, uh, most people don't realize I love the look. I know Dion, you could appreciate this. I love the retro look. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they 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 they, they shot they, on film like they, a thirty five or yes, something. Yes, yes. Yeah. They fucking nailed yeah. that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. And the edit. I love how they. And I love how they splice a little bit of the actual footage, uh, with actual characters that they they superimpose their faces like deep faking the, their faces onto actual clear players yeah. and stuff. I see. I see what y'all doing. I see what y'all doing. <laughs> I know Dion yeah, can appreciate nice. that shit, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, what I did, what I did not know was in 1979 the NBA was at its lowest rating. I never knew that. As in, like, yeah. like it was bowling was above that, baseball was above Jesus, that. Jesus, could you imagine? <laughs> it oh. was going to go bankrupt in the next four years. They were going to they were going to cancel basketball because it was like the ratings was trash. It was just like a an athlete sport. Like just come and watch. Guys, jock straps and throw balls. Yeah. So, so, so wait, let me, I, I could explain that because around that same time, it was the NBA versus the ABA, which was also taking away the ratings of the NBA. Oh, that's and right. when they finally merged, you actually saw smaller market teams winning. So, like, that's where, like, Seattle won a championship. That's when, where Portland when they, won a championship. When did they merge? It was sometime in the 70s, but, like, it was... That's why it was like all over the place, and that's why it was like because they were competing. So just imagine when like WWE was fighting WCW oh, all yeah. those years. One yeah. of them went under, oh. and by the time the other one bought the other, that's when they became a monopoly. So NBA was sure to take off after like the '70s being like a bunch of teams that you never like even realized they had a championship. Like because yeah. you still look up at the fan, or you're like, what the fuck? Fucking Portland has a wow. championship since when? You know. I could even imagine, wow. like, the amount of, uh, you know, like, of course it's sensationalized, but uh, I bet you cocaine was everywhere around that NBA, bro. <laughs> I mean, especially that one scene where Magic Johnson first met Jerry Buss at, I guess, his mansion, yeah. and like, oh, we got some yeah, blow yeah. in the back. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I figured Magic Johnson really did that blow. You know what I mean? Like, he was all yeah. about it, I think. I mean, I don't know. It- I mean... If if they opened up with him having orgies and stuff, I was like, I'm sure cocaine was definitely <laughs> featured. It was definitely featured. <laughs> because at the time they didn't know the repercussions of cocaine. They was kinda like, Yeah, this is this is what we do. This that was the cigarettes at the time. That's that that's so true, man. It wasn't um uh it wasn't as uh um uh like a big stigma. Upon. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. dude. And, and I'm sure Quay Lords was a, was a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you cocaine was a part of Showtime, bro. Except for Absolutely. Kareem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kareem is the only a cat. Lot of, a lot of orange juice. A lot. <laughs> Freshly squeezed orange juice for Kareem. <laughs> Well, hey guys, uh, just uh, want to let you know. Thank you for tuning in, man. I really appreciate you guys. I know you guys are my longtime friends, so thank you for tuning in. Thank you for yeah. the, thank you for picking up, Dion. You're the best. Thank you, Zach, for yeah. always calling in for supporting the live stream. So I got you know I got your back. Yeah, no problem. Love you. <laughs> All right, Dion. All right, take care, bud. Yep. 
Oh, man. And my good friend Zach's uh, uh, good, you know, great times with these two. Um, I am going to play ball on Saturday, 11 p.m., Rio de Los Angeles Park. So, Zach, uh, please play. Dion, Dion, you've got to go and play some ba- play some basketball with you. Let's get a little cardio, huh? Come on, Dion. Well, let's go ahead and get the beat going, shall we? 11 p.m. Oh, no, not 11 p.m. I'm at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Nobody's going to play ball there at 11 p.m. It's like so fucking dark. My bad. My bad, Zach. <laughs> well, guys... You know what we're going to do? I want to actually do this, actually. Now, I've been watching a lot of F1 recently. If you guys haven't been watching F1, um, I don't know. Hey, what's up, Jesse? Hope everything's well, bro. Um, produce me some ha-has. <laughs> uh, you should put a T in front of those H's, and I'll give you some ta-tas. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Come on. Oh, man, where's my... Where's my little... Oh, man, I got to go turn on my sound effect. Gosh damn it. You know, you would think that I would be ready. But, guys, um, I want to share something with y'all, man. Uh, what's up, Jesse? Um, I Because of Drive to Survive, the original Formula One documentary on Netflix, because of that first season, I got into Formula One, which is uh, like, you know, F1 racing, car racing. I never, like, all throughout my life, I kind of watched them like, oh, look at car racing. Yeah, just fucking, just, it's just car racing, whatever. It would look cool for five minutes, and I'll be like, okay, well, time to go watch some basketball or do some shit. That's what, that's what I would do, right? But just because of that documentary, because it's so in-depth, because of the teams, because of the, the, the people driving the cars, and just the technology of the cars, I've just become consumed with trying to know more about it, Right? And that's exactly what I did. I watched it's. I think it's in the, it, it's in it's in its fourth season, if I'm not mistaken. And man, it is so good. Like every race, every race, probably most of the races are like six a.m. in the morning, seven a.m. in the morning. But nonetheless, I enjoy it very much. You know, God damn it! How come this thing is not freaking opening up? Oh, there it is. <clears throat> but yeah, I've been I've been watching a lot of that. And let me tell you, man, like there's a there's only a couple stand up comics that um that watches that watches F one. Uh, my good friend Channing Apodaca, he watches it. And it's actually a pretty good damn time. Now, this article is about F one. And it says, Norris says McLaurin have lost a little bit of happiness after difficult start to season. Now, if you guys don't know, McLaren uh, used to be one of these uh, good mil- midfield kind of cars. And when I say midfield, they usually, they're not the top tier. They're not the bottom tier. They ki- kind of competed with all of the with with all of the cars in the middle, meaning in the middle from fourth or fifth place to like 10. You know, that's what you call the midfield. Hello, hello, Nightmare Two Fifty Nine. Thank you for tuning in. 
But let me see this. Oh, there you go. There's my sound effect. Yeah. There's my sound effect. But if you guys haven't uh, noticed, um, if you guys do follow, uh, follow Formula One, that McLaren is having a tough time. McLaren is having a very, very tough time. Right? And so let's go ahead and read this. Lando Norris has conceded that moods have dipped at McLaren, who sit eighth in the championship ahead of this weekend's 2022 Australian Grand Prix, but the squad are still motivated to push on and recover. Norris and teammate Daniel Ricciardo, whose home Grand Prix returns after two years, took the team to P4 in last year's Constructors' Championship, but only sit above scoreless squads Austin Martin and Williams after two races of the season. Now, this is like... Uh, I don't know what the best comparison is like because um, I don't know who the midfield is or, or, or who's the... Okay, so it's like the NBA, right? Whoever the fifth place is, the fifth place in the standings in the Western Conference, it's like, imagine next year their last place. This, this is exactly like the analogy that I'm trying to say. It's like, McLaren, get your shit together, dog. You know what I mean? That's all I got to say, man. Look, uh, if you guys don't watch F1, you guys probably wouldn't notice this, but I watch a lot of basketball, and I watch F1, and let me tell you, this Formula One stuff, it's really exciting. It got to a point where my sister, my sister is watching F1. When in the world, because of that series, Drive to Survive, my sister is finally watching Formula One. Could you believe it? Ricardo over Norris. Yes. I, ooh, that's a tough one. I don't know about Ricardo over Norris, man. I didn't even know you watch F1. Zach, is that a thing? Do you, do you, do you, do you watch F1? If you do, you would have fooled me, man. I thought you were just a pure basketball guy. But um, it was my birthday a couple days ago, and uh, my wife bought me um, a Lewis Hamilton shirt. Thank you, y'all. Thank you. She bought me two shirts. One shirt, he's wearing the helmet with the car, you know. And the second shirt, it was literally his face. And I'm like, babe, a little too gay. But, you know, it's, uh, I don't, <laughs> I'm not like a, a Lewis Hamilton heart uh, throb. I'm not going to go out there with, with this shirt, but I will wear it around the house. <laughs> but the first one with him in the helmet, that's a, that's a good looking shirt. I will wear that. But, yo. Zach Elk loves Elf One. Let's go to Vegas when, man, I wish. Let's do it. I am down. But you know how much tickets are? And you know that Amir lives probably one block away from, um, from the actual circuit. I think we might stay with him for that week. <laughs> So who knows? I love myself some F1 anyway. And I am totally down, totally 100% down to go to Las Vegas. I mean, who wouldn't?
I mean, the tickets are gonna be like insane. And plus, where would you stay? I bet you tickets are gonna be like $500. $500 for one ticket, for one F1 ticket. Valley Ranch Resort Spawn because is that even a thing? <laughs> Are you fucking with me? Is it like do you really have like like rooms are gonna be so expensive that week? I know that for a fact. So not only are you buying the tickets for these F1 for the F1 race in Vegas, you're also gonna shell out money for an expensive ass room because everybody and their moms are going there. Oh, Henderson. Well, I I bet you for that week, Henderson's gonna be expensive too. You know what I mean? My wife's uh, cousin lives in uh, Henderson, actually. We might stay with her. I mean, I'm not sure. Everybody in F1. F1, listen up. Las Vegas, listen up. Everybody, listen up for Las Vegas. I don't know what the date is. Tickets are gonna be mad expensive. All hotels around the surrounding area of F1 for that week is gonna be mad expensive. Henderson, Las Vegas. All of Nevada is going to be expensive because F1 is a fucking expensive sport to watch. If you don't think so, then you are being fooled. stars in Henderson, Nevada. Come on, man. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Dude, that's that's literally a $1,000 $1,000 um weekend for sure. Without a doubt. <laughs> I say we go into this next article. This next article is bananas. <clears throat> this from the Daily Caller. 
<laughs> Zach, you're a nut, dude. Kamala Alves McConaughey explains why she prefers to raise her family in Texas over Hollywood. Duh! Matthew McConaughey's wife, Camille Alves. Is it Alves or Alves? Camille Alves McConaughey recently opened up about how happy the McConaughey family is to be living in Texas instead of Hollywood. I would agree! I think I would agree with this. Kamala Alves McConaughey spoke about the serenity her family is able to enjoy in Texas as compared to the busy Hollywood lifestyle her family once lived. In an interview with Fox News Digital, she described the McConaughey family's ability to enjoy nature and anonymity and stated that she much preferred to be living away from Hollywood, the outlet reported. It really embodies our belief system, especially the ones I grew up in, unquote, she reportedly said. Well, you know, uh, this, this is how I feel about the whole situation. Um, everybody likes a little um, Matthew McConaughey. Who doesn't like Matthew McConaughey? Huh? I love myself some Matthew McConaughey. Not because he gets political, which he doesn't. I mean, he does get a little political sometimes, but I mostly agree with what he's pretty sensible when you think about it. If you take a look at all of his interviews when he talks politics, he's pretty sensible. He's a sensible dude. And if you don't think so, you can go fuck yourself. It's Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. It's pretty. It's pretty good. What's up, guys? What's up? People on Instagram. But, uh, yes, I mean, I do agree. Uh, me and my wife, we visited Austin uh, about a couple months ago, about three months ago, three or four months ago. And I know Austin is a pretty liberal, um, is a pretty progressive town inside a very Republican-heavy state, you know. Um, and it shouldn't be, um, it shouldn't be kind of like the uniform for the whole state. But Austin has its own culture, and it was pretty cool for the most part. And I, me and my wife, we did see ourselves living there for a little bit until L.A. started opening up. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, it's hard to beat L.A. Hard to beat L.A. with the culture and the weather. You know, it's such a cliche thing to talk about, but hey. Man, I've talked to other people from across the country, especially people who live in the East Coast, and they fucking hate the weather. So I do agree. And as far as the politics is concerned, yes, I kind of hate all the politics over here. Kind of. Just a little. You know? Would y'all move to Dallas? Uh, I'm open to it. I'm open to move to any city um, in Texas or Florida that has a good comedy scene that has a lot of culture. Okay? Now, I think it's it's just so weird, like how I say that, but most of the places that have a lot of culture that's pretty hard to beat is in these big uh blue pockets of America, you know what I mean, which is which is weird. I mean, you would think that these red heavy pockets across the u s would have some culture that could compete with uh, LA Austin is the only one in my opinion and Austin to a certain extent compared to LA is shit but that's just my opinion man I mean I don't know I don't know I know people are people are a lot of people there's like a mass exodus out of California okay I I get that but then you know when California opened back up there was a lot of people moving back I don't know and I've noticed there's been a lot of Texas license plates around LA. I don't know if you guys noticed the same thing. 
when I'm like, dude, there's there's a lot of uh, people from Texas, and uh, the most I've ever seen in the past two years, I'll tell you that. Or I think it's because I've just been paying attention more. I mean, I don't know. But that's what it is. People leaving California. I tried a good. Uh, I tried to find a good Asian spot in Austin. Kind of yelped it. I yelped good Asian food in Austin, and there was this four and a half star one. I think I I I think it was pho, some Vietnamese food. I went there, tasted it. I'm like, this is not pho. This is not pho. Uh, you can handle the Texas heat, island boy. Oh, damn. Why do you got to say island boy? I'm an island boy. I'm just an island boy. I am just an island. I'm a, I'm a brown island boy. <laughs> it's wild, bro. It's wild. I could, you know what, um, when me and my wife, when, when we went to Austin, the weather wasn't that bad, you know, and I got to tell you, um, I don't respond well to high heat and high humidity. I'll tell you that right now. I like that. Let's go ahead and keep that. Hello, John. How are you? Long Beach Comedy. I'll be performing at Harvell's tonight with the Wings of Love. I'll have more info on that later on the show. But I could live in Dallas, though. hard to leave California that's that's the only thing you know what I mean and of course I'm gonna bring it up again it's hard to beat the weather man it's hard
yeah, uh, let me put it on ya. It's kinda freaking hard freaking leaving California. You know, I don't drive a Lexus, but if I did, I'd probably rest in Texas. Damn, cause you know you see ya. See ya, yeah, living in Florida. I need to, I need a little place for freedom. Freedom, that's what I said, freaking freedom. Damn, I'm not trying to say that California don't have his motherfucking ills, but you know, every time that I wanna move out, that I just wanna, huh, kill, kill. Kill my freaking creativity on this thing because I don't even picture myself going out because you know me I'm just all freaking about uh I'm getting older my politics are freaking changing now I'm not gonna freaking admit which side of the spectrum that's freaking going to but all I gotta do is freaking just freestyle on this freaking MIC can't you see every time I'm on the flow every time cause you know this Filipino gotta Gotta think, gotta think where to move to Oh my god, oh my god, I don't even know what I mean Hell no, I ain't going back to the freaking Philippines There's a reason why my parents came here It's for the burgers (laughs) Ah, yeah, 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 ah I've got leather, better yet pleather. I know people freaking live here for the weather. Because you know I ain't no freaking cool. Cause you know me, I ain't no freaking fool. The rhymes reverse because I don't even know how to be perverse. You've known that you're on the spectrum. Oh my god, cause you know, uh What rhymes is spectrum? Spectrum, spectrum. Oh, I got it. Yeah, you've known you're on the spectrum. Vitamins, call me freaking Centrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I run Spectrum with Centrum. What's up? <laughs> Rectum, god damn it. Yo, uh, I'm on the spectrum while I'm freaking. T- <laughs> oh, yo, let me do this again. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Rectum, rectum. Okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah, I know that I'm on the spectrum Eating freaking centrum, get shitting out my rectum Cause you know all day Rectum with the bidet, yeah Mr. freaking Benitez, do you have a freaking bidet sitting at home? Cause you know, yeah, with the freaking dope beat Freaking up, a bidet, you need a bidet seat yeah, oh damn, let me do this Because you don't even know how to do this yeah, Let me get the freaking flow on my mind Oh my god, because you know I'm a freaking bust the rhyme I'm just gonna freaking do this Look at my head freaking bobbing To my lyrical lead, everything I said Yo, my name is Chris and not freaking Fred Look at the nursery rhymes freaking going Going out my mouth like the Energizer Bunny And you know I'm always funny And you know it's always sunny over here freaking Cali Cali definitely has good weather (laughs) Oh, thank you Donnie We got Donnie on the freaking Instagram wishing me happy birthday. Yo, just want to give a shout out to you. 
cause you don't know what I'm gonna do Yeah, let me freestyle this shit Thank you for the freaking birthday wishes Oh man, oh man, what's the freaking plan? Because right now I'm a freaking old man Yeah, oh my god, cause you know I'm old Oh, I'm old, my bones have mold Yeah, oh yeah, cause you know I'm freaking doing it Doing it, doing it, doing it, yeah Uh, balling with the Lotus 1000. <laughs> uh, that was fun, y'all. That was fun. Gosh damn it. I need... Uh, sometimes it gets a little... Oh, man. It's on heat. Hold on. I need this shit on cool. There you go. Sometimes it gets a little hot here in the studio with Rubio. You know what I mean? Sometimes it gets a little hot, and I've got to do my thing. Well, let's go to the next article, shall we not? Well, of course. Let's do it. <clears throat> this is from CNN Health. Okay. Let's do this. Humans... Breed dogs to have puppy dog eyes. Oh man, this is this this is gonna hit a nerve in my heart. This is gonna hit a nerve, man. Are you a sucker for large liquid quote puppy dog unquote eyes? Gazing soulfully up at you, begging for well, just about anything. Of course you are, but don't blame your pup. A new study finds that humans are the culprit behind those irresistible sweet peppers. In fact, we bred those doleful eyes into today's domesticated dogs starting some 33,000 years ago. God, are you serious? 33,000 years ago? Quote, dogs are unique from uh, other mammals in their uh, reciprocated bond with humans, which can be demonstrated through mutual gaze, something we do not observe between humans and other domesticated mammals, such as horses or cats, unquote, said senior author Ann Burroughs, a professor in the Department of, of Physical Therapy at Rango School of Health Sciences at Duniske University in Pittsburgh. Man, okay, so I have a dog. Do you have a dog? If you have a dog, you know what the dogs do. You know, sometimes when, 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 when they get vulnerable, they get those, those uh, puppy dog eyes, and I'm like, oh, look at you. You want a treat? I'm going to give you a treat. They're, they're tough, man, because every time I take a look at my dog, her name's Cinnamon, every time I take a look at her when she's vulnerable, especially, you know, just just laying down in the couch when she stares at me, I'm like, oh, I just want to pet her. I want to freaking give her a hug. It's so tough to beat. Why can't women be like that, damn it? I got to tell you. But, man, those, those, those puppy dog eyes, man, those puppy dog eyes. You know, I, I usually don't read a lot of CNN, but I do got to agree, man. If we've been domesticating these these dogs for 33 years to be as cute as possible, man, did we not do a good job. You know, fuck the sliced bread. Fuck the wheel. Okay? The invention of the dogs having the puppy eyes that took us 33,000 years to perfect. 
is something we should all cherish. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like spitting on this thing. Now, don't kill your dog. Don't use a chainsaw to kill your dog, okay? I'm just saying. Those puppy dog eyes, bro. If, if you, I don't even know. You know what pisses me off about the most? About Okay, so uh, since we're on the topic of dogs, this is one of my pet peeves, okay? And I work in retail, and I see it all the time, okay? This is what pisses me off, okay? Service dogs that are not service dogs? Are you fucking kidding me? Sir, you've seen them. I've had to ask them. Oh, sorry, ma'am. No dogs. And they're like, oh, it's a service dog. Oh, that's a service dog. What is it? What? What's your dog servicing? The devil? What the fuck? <laughs> it makes... Oh, man. You know, look, I love my dogs, too. I've been guilty of bringing them in, in public places. I've never said they were a service dog, but I'm, I've I've brought them into places that I knew that I know I should have bring them into. But I did, and they asked me to leave, or they, they kept the dog, and I politely leave. But these motherfuckers, these guys, the insistent nature of them going, oh, no, it's a service dog. I know that's not a service dog. There's no barking chihuahua that's a service dog. And plus, you're shitting on the people that really need service dogs. That would, that's what pisses me off. I can't even imagine. If that pisses me off, I can't even imagine the people who really need service dogs looking at that. Oh, man. I don't know. Am I just am I am I just tripping out? I think so. Well, we're not gonna trip out no more, guys. I say we do this the uh, right way. So if you guys want to chime in and tell me uh, the exact uh, the song title to the song, that'd be completely amazing.
Oh, that sounds fucking funky as fuck. What's up, Amico? You don't have a service dog Why that's freaking mapping and capping and freaking sapping No, don't lie You're shitting on everything You're shitting on the people that really need service dogs Yeah, yeah Hi Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, you can't bring uh, any kind of dogs inside this establishment. Oh, um, this is a service dog. Oh, it's a service dog? Yeah, it's a service dog. <laughs> Who is it servicing? The devil? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't lie about your service dog. Yeah. Service dog, I say. 
You gotta get your service dog out of here. I'm not taking my service dog out. This is my dog. Okay? If you're gonna tell me to take my service dog out, I'm going to have a, have a very, very tough time handling life, okay? Please, don't do it. Don't take my dog out. I need my service dog. I need my service dog. Oh, uh, no you don't. You're a piece of shit. Uh, you're welcome, guys. That was called Service Dog. <laughs> 19, 1995 called. They want their beats back. Hey! That was a good era for music, Amico. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. You guys are great. Look at you guys. <sighs> Actually, good thing. We're going to go into my next thing. Let's go into this article. I think, Amigo, you and you might find this hilarious. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker tied the knot at Vegas Chapel. Yay! Where's my favorite? Yay, yay, yay! Um, a source at the chapel where they had the ceremony tells us They'll only perform it with a marriage license, but a source close to Travis and Courtney tells us they hadn't gotten a license, which would make it legal. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker took full advantage of being in Sin City for the Grammys, having a wedding ceremony in the middle of the night at a wedding chapel. They're married. Man. Okay, so how many months, or I would say, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to say years. How many months do you think? How many months do you think that this marriage is going to last? These celebrity weddings, man, they never last. I mean, it's such a cliche thing to talk about, but they never last. Look, man, if you're getting married in Vegas, good job. You know, it's kind of like a cheap way to get married. If you're really in love and you're looking for a very cheap way to get married without I used to do um, wedding videography and I would often catch you know the guys getting married saying yeah, this could be a lot of money well $25,000 $30,000 for a wedding when you could have gone to the Van Nuys court and just did it for like a hundred bucks. Come on, guys. I mean, it's just easy peasy for me. I know, I know. It's all about the wedding day. What about the paying bill day, huh? What about that? I don't know. <laughs> 
I guess I'm just tripping. But hey, um, uh, credit, you know, love finds love. So I guess. Good job in Vegas. Marrying in Vegas, it's a good thing. Hold on, hold on. Let me get the. Let me get. A... <laughs> Jeffrey Keller on Facebook says another victim with the Kardashian clan. <laughs> Yes, I do agree with that. Hold on, let me let me change that up. Hold on. Yeah, it's it's a damn shame, right? Oh well, what are uh, what are we going to do? Uh, look, man, the Kardashians—they're they're very attractive females, you know. And if a guy, um, you know, marries into that, good luck because it seems like. None of the ladies in that family want to marry for the long term, okay? They just want to have the babies. They just want to have the babies with the rich guys and call it quits because that's where all the money happens, I guess, you know? And, hey, if the guys are—I'm not saying if the guys are stupid enough to do that. I'm just saying if that's your thing, if you got enough money to do that, by all means, go ahead, you know? Hey, what's up, Mr. Tran? My balls taste salty. <laughs> I bet you it does. All Asian balls taste kind of salty to a certain extent. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man. I mean, hey, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to criticize the Kardashian family. I mean, the only thing we know uh, about this family is what the public knows about them and that's the only thing that they're going to divulge to the public i mean who knows how they are as true people if you're in a relationship with any other kardashian you would know them better than most of us i would assume now if you're on that will smith jada pickett share everything kind of tip well good luck with that by the way i'm on team chris rock okay mr keller I don't know if you're still watching this, but I hope you're on team Chris Rock as well. You know what I mean? I'm on team. Let's make fun of alopecia. Okay. I'm 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 on that team. Oh, that's a good point. Jeffrey Keller from Facebook. They ruined black men's careers. Lamar, Kanye, Chris Humphreys. Their coochie is black men's kryptonite. <laughs> I thought white women were black were, were black guys kryptonite. <laughs> Mr. Southern, what's up? Um, my good friend Andy Southern chimed in. I was with him. Uh, I, think, I think it was last Friday night. We went to Clovis. Uh, we entertained the good people in Clovis at a place, Italian restaurant called De Sicos. Andy had a very good set. I'm proud of you, Andy. You know. Fucking handling that business. This is what L.A. comedians do. We go to other places, not L.A., and we the fucking destroy. That's what we do, son. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm on totally on Team Chris Rock, man. And Andy Southern, yes, that was a blast. You destroyed me. Man, you destroyed too, man. There's something about, you know, Jeffrey Keller could uh, note it. There's something about Los Angeles comics that when we perform anywhere else other than New York or any, uh, any other of these, um, these big urban cities that we destroy. There's a certain, because the, 
the amount of open mics and ruts and freaking tribulations that we have to go through about being just a comic in LA, the grind of it, it's just so, it's tolling. And when you go, you know, when you go to a, uh, another place, not LA or not any one of these big cities, you have a tendency to destroy because we're just that good. Now, I'm always going to be biased towards LA because I think LA talent, New York talent, to a certain extent, San Francisco has good talent, you know, San Diego to a certain extent too. But yeah, man, something about it, bro. And pl and plus, uh, I want to go back on this wedding thing about what Jeffrey Keller said about the Kardashians' coochies or booties being black men's kryptonite. Yeah, I think that's it. I'm going to put that comment back up from Jeffrey Keller. They ruined black men's career. Lamar, Kanye, Chris Humphreys. Their coochie is black men's kryptonite. Yup. How do I know this? Because Jeffrey Keller knows what the fuck he's talking about. Jada has Kardashian's coochie. <laughs> yes, yeah, she does. And that's coochie is uh, marinated in alopecia, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, man. Let's, let's change up the beat a little. Let's let's do this guy. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. <laughs> oh, I like that beat. The black kryptonite. I always thought, you know, white women were black men's kryptonite. Uh, this, this is what I told you before. What's up, baby? All right, so if we're going to title this song, 
black man's kryptonite? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Kardashian coochie. That could be a good song too. Hello. Hello. My name is Jeffrey Keller, and I'm a I'm a proud black man. And I just want to know, what's your name? Well, I'm a... I'm a card... My name is uh, Megan Kardashian. Oh, you're a Kardashian. Yeah, 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 I'm a Kardashian. Well, uh, let me tell you, I... I am into... Any kind of Kardashian. Oh, really? Really? Really, Jeff? Well, let me tell you, this coochie... To black men... Is kryptonite. Oh, this I know. Kardashian coochie is kryptonite. Yeah. Kardashian booty is kryptonite. Yeah. Kardashian booty is black man's kryptonite. You said it. I didn't say it. Yeah. Let me say it for you one time, one time for your mind, old man. Let me say it for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a Kardashian. Put that coochie over there. I don't want it. I know you want it, Jeff. A little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'll give you some. Just a little bit. Yeah. 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 This is what I do, Jeff. I uh, I do a lot of drugs and I make stupid songs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I love that. Uh, just just a little bit, Kim. No, no, no. I'm gonna give you the whole thing. I don't. I don't want the whole thing. You've ruined black men's careers. Oh. Okay, Jeff. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was that was fun. Let's go on to this video, guys. This video is from Bloomberg Technology. Now I don't know if you could see it, but let's go let's go ahead and do this. You soon may be able to pay for your iPhone or other Apple hardware in the same way that you pay for iCloud, Apple TV Plus, or Apple Music. Way to get us more in debt. I know what you're doing, Apple. You're trying to prey suspect on, 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 on people not good with money. Okay, I know what Apple's you're doing. Apple's working on a secret project to create an iPhone subscription service that would allow users to pay for their phone monthly via their App Store account. This would differ from normal Apple and carrier installment plans as the fee would be a proprietary price based on which iPhone model the user chose versus just the cost of the device divided up by 12 or 24 months. As part of the initiative, Apple would let iPhone users replace their model each year as new versions are released. Yeah, I'm actually on the AT&T Next plan, I know. Oh, I'm sorry, Adam. Uh, look at the uh, look at that studio, brother. I gotta get one of those uh, FX things for the show. Oh hell yeah, man! Do it, bro. It brings wonders. It 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 it, it brings the creativity up here. You know what I mean? It's just what whatever you want to do with this little vocal processor. Do it. Go get it. 
Go get it, Adam, right now. Just get it right now, bro. It makes wonders, bro. But speaking of te technology. Over time, of course, the recurring revenue would generate even more money for Apple, but it would also allow consumers to get new iPhones more frequently and not have to pay $1,000 outright for a new high-end model. Apple has also- That's what I did. I got a I got an iPhone 13. I traded in my iPhone X and they gave they that is what they wanted to do, okay? I know Apple's game. If I took it back to Apple, I would have got the iPhone X. They would have bought my iPhone X for a hundred, two hundred dollars at the most. And ATT bought my phone for like seven or eight hundred bucks. I know they're trying to not only keep me as a customer, but they're trying to make me spend more money on the new iPhone. It, I got suckered into it, and I will continue to be a sucker because I love the iPhone, dog. I know you. I know you're using a, a freaking iPhone, Adam. I know that. Also internally discussed, tying the program to Apple One, its services bundles that include TV+, Apple Music, Cloud Storage, News, Fitness Plus, and more, in addition to Apple Care technical support plans. Similarly, Apple's also working on a widespread buy now, pay later service for Apple Pay. If all goes to plan, Apple could launch the hardware subscription service later in 2022 or sometime in 2023. I it already launched. People are already in debt. And Mark Gurman, this is Power On. Well, thank you, Mike Herman, if that's your real name. <laughs> well... Actually, I I think I might have time for like one more video because I do want to take a look at. Oh man, I keep forgetting this. God damn it. Ugh. No, this one. These new Dyson headphones, guys. New Dyson headphones is going to be. We're we're just gonna just. How long is this? This thirty five seconds. Let's go ahead and do this. A combination noise-canceling headphone and air purifier. The product aims to address noise and air pollution simultaneously. The concept for the product predated the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Oh my gosh, guys, we're gonna look like walking Daft Punks, okay? This is this is the thing. We're gonna walk. We're gonna look like walking Daft Punks with these freaking. Dyson headphones slash air purifier. Why would you need this thing? I remember, uh, I forgot what company, but uh, they made like a mask that had like all these RGB lights in it, you know, and it was made to purify the air. Why? 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 And I bet you people would buy this because they want to look cool, you know? They either want to look like Daft Punk or some shit. All the power to them.
I mean, I would totally buy these buy these headphones. If the COVID-19 pandemic was still going on, but it's dead now. There's no more. So why are you still wearing a mask? buy one of these masks I'll pray for you man I look like a douchebag with the mask slash air purifier slash you're a douchebag was mad fun and funny, right? That's not funny! Oh my goodness, my niece just made a special appearance. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Man, you guys are so great. You guys are awesome. Must I say. Guys, thank you for tuning in to another edition of In The Studio with Rubio. If you want to follow me on my social media, guys, go ahead. I'm on all these wonderful social media platforms. Hopefully, you guys uh, will follow me in every single one because God knows I need the followers. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go tip your boy, if 
you want to support my work, I'm on Venmo Cash App PayPal Zillay. Or if you want to send me some money on Facebook, also known as Facebook Pay, go ahead and do it. And guys, I will be performing tonight at Harvell's doing some Wings of Love with my good boy, Amir Khalil. And this Saturday, I will be entertaining the good city of Rialto at American Legion. Starts at 8 p.m. I, I, I don't know exactly what the address is, but American Legion is one of these little like uh, veteran like bars, places. Great people. The show starts at 8 p.m. My good friend Julio Gonzalez is going to be there. Always nice to see him. And if you guys are on YouTube, go ahead, hit that notification bell. But most importantly, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on your lower right-hand side. Thank you, guys. God bless. Peace out.